0: If you're in the Knoxville area, come out to the Historic Grove is. Theater on May 21st for mm-hmm. Pursuit School of Dance, Uh Alice in Wonderland production. Tickets on sale at yeah. pursuitschooldance.com.
1: See, this is the benefit that you get of not being in the comfy chair. It was like you could see whenever he pressed record. Yeah. And so. He, he also gave me like
0: a little hand signal. He gave us a
2: little hand signal. Oh, I didn't miss it. it. It wasn't a great hand signal, but it was. That's
0: fair. It was like jazz hands. He was like. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Happens. Well, maybe we <laughs> should get the timer going then. Yeah, or you can hit the record button on the board, yeah, and it will give you a timer right there. There you go. Well, There's a the timer going. Yeah.
2: It's it's offset it's with this us, one, smart. but That's fine. The the guy. block for for the timer is in. Or oh, so lock. we don't have access to the timer. It's today. in my kid's room, yeah. And I'm, they're nuts. You ain't going in there. I don't blame you. No, nah, it's crazy. It's dangerous. What are we doing this week, boys? Oh, man.
0: Well, I'm getting ready for a show. Uh, Pursuit School Dance House
2: <laughs> May 21st. Who are you playing?
0: Uh, I'm actually not in this production. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is our first one where <laughs> me, nor Michaela, nor Becca have to be in it because really? we have enough students to handle all the roles. It's a great time. I, I will forget be,
2: Becca uh, works there, too. Yeah, I'm going to be sound Shout and out lighting. To Becca. Shout out Becca. Yeah, I know Becca's listening.
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. She's every week. Probably not. No, absolutely not.
2: But I will be running
0: sound and uh, lighting, so sometimes fun stuff for me. Becca makes me
1: insecure, not because of anything about her, just because of how much Amelia loves her. That's fair. I get that. Every time Amelia sees, she's like, "Oh, I just love Becca so much." You're dead to her. Yeah, why don't you tell me (laughs) then? She's (laughs) kind (laughs) of.
0: She's such a cool person, and I love her. Oh wow. That sounds like a really nice thing to say about yeah. a person.
2: Dead stare. <laughs> she is a cool person, though. Yeah. Um, <sighs> so, nothing Man, coming out just, this week. I don't have to cough, but I cough do have to and sneeze. To I know, dude. Listen, I'm trying not to. I there it is. That, that was fake. No, that was very real. That was real? Yep. Yeah.
1: All right. How about we all take a commutative cough? All right. On three. Three, three two, one.
2: <laughs> Perfect. I'm sure the the that listeners are going to
1: love that. I actually needed that. I really
2: did need that. That did feel good. On the Y'all part. remember back in 2020 where if you did that in public, you'd get arrested? Yeah. <laughs> like, you get blacklisted. Not actually arrested, but, man, you'd get
0: the looks. Like, I'm glad we're finally coming on the other side of COVID where it's like, anytime I sneeze, I don't have to be like, I promise it's not COVID. Like, I can just sneeze now and just be left alone.
2: Yeah. I remember early COVID, we took the kids to the zoo. And we're over there looking at the gorillas, and Jay sneezed a massive snot wad up on top of the glass. Uh, And you could just see everybody's face like, I don't think he's got it. (laughs) He's got it. Now the glass has it. Now the glass has it. the glass is going to give to us. The monkeys are going to get it. Planet of the Apes is going to happen. Yeah. For a disease
1: that, like, Russia made to totally enslave (laughs) our generation. Not Russia, China. Well, yeah. it came
0: from depends. China, but that was... That's fair.
2: But it depends which part of TikTok yeah. you're hanging out in. That's fair.
1: China was
0: a fall guy. Mmm. Right? Russia. Fall guys just got a new update. Oh, video game talk. Yep, sorry. This is an early talk podcast. I forgot to throw it in there.
2: Yeah. I was getting ready to do a Trump impression, and then... You I'm sorry. Well, we we can
0: we, we're, you can continue down this rabbit hole later on. You <coughs> yeah, gotta so. hurry
2: up, because this is a bad cold open. <laughs> so stupid.
0: Uh, Run the intro! <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another week of 1-900 Nerdy Talk. Today, Brandon and Joe are debating something, still don't know, and we'll be reaching into the Baca Cup.
2: Wrong. You're going to lose.
0: So stay tuned and listen in to 1-900 Nerdy Talk.
2: I apologize. For absolutely nothing.
1: (laughs) All righty. You you think you're saying sorry,
0: but you're not. I apologize for nothing. For nothing.
1: Like you heard in the intro, everybody. uh, Today we're doing a debate, and it is a debate between uh, Brando and Joe. One of Um, these days I will be a moderator during the debate. You could have been a moderator today, except uh, my throat is in so much pain. Yeah. At the moment. Um, so this is is why I am sitting out. I will be the monotone moderator. Um,
2: Monotone moderator.
1: Yeah. What we're going to do today is we are going to debate Star Wars and Harry Potter. Okay. So we are going this route. Imagine. Are we doing it with a twist though? Imagine for you sitting at your house or in your car or on the toilet, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Shout Shout out to Wes. Wes. And. A magical being has just appeared in front of you. Yep. This magical being
2: <laughs> has pants told around you. around your ankles. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's it's awkward. You are blushing. Uh, you're like, man. And you realize there's Give no me toilet paper. seconds. You're like, please. Can I please wipe? And Can you come I back? please wipe? And then you realize there's no toilet paper, so you're like, oh, let's just get this over with. Right. That is what you're dealing with right now. This magical being that comes to you says, hey, I am the thief of joy. I have to... Dis- Totally destroy a nerd topic, a nerd fan base, Mm. a nerdum. With this, he says, I've narrowed it down in my brain using some weird calculation that I just made up on the spot. The algorithm. Yeah, the algorithm, all menacingly, has to be between Star Wars and Harry Potter. But listen, I don't want to get rid of both of them. I just want to get rid of the worst out of the two. And that's where we're at.
0: So weirdly specific. <sighs> this is a very interesting situation that we're in. Creature.
1: Yeah, it yeah. happens sometimes. I mean, so could, what he, happens he to he the person on the toilet? Though are they like, movement.
0: are they like teleported to a courtroom where the magical being is like the judge? That's exactly what's happening, okay. Brando. Because like, if you are listening to this podcast,
1: it is up to <clears> you <throat> as the jury. Me and Jordan to are decide. actually in the bathroom right now. <laughs> it is up to you to decide which side that you are going so i am moderating but i am not going to be the final decision listener is you will be the final decision this is up to you
0: listeners this this is important
1: we will have a means of voting Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you are not necessarily voting for which fan base you enjoy more you are voting for the side argued so if brandon does a terrible job do not vote for brandon everybody that's going to be on his his own podcast and his own discord. <laughs> don't do it. Listen to the ah. one that is better.
2: Do what you understand? Mean? I'm going to start a discord of my own. Hey,
0: don't even know if what y'all want is. a discord. We can start a discord for our oh, listeners. 100%. We could. I'll get one. I'll get, I'll, I'll get a discord started right now and we will have the link in the show notes to the one 900 discord. Wow.
2: I think to make this interesting though, and to make this even more entertaining for our fans, I don't think you and I need to debate our favorite topics. yeah I agree. agreed I think we need to flip I agree <laughs> you debate in favor of Star Wars Oh yep and I debate in favor of this Harry Potter. okay and so and here's the fun part about it too is
0: I am a big Star Wars fan. I was introduced to Star Wars before I was introduced to Harry Potter. And Joe is a big Harry Potter fan from what I know. So it's a very big difference in the knowledge gap of the two properties. Mm -hmm. Like I know a good little bit about Star Wars, but not nearly as much as Joe knows. And Joe knows a good bit about Harry Potter, but I would imagine not as much as I know. Got it. And so it's going to be very interesting because I do have love for Star Wars, but obviously I would normally argue on the side of Harry Potter. And Joe's got love for Harry Potter, but would normally argue on the side of Star Wars. So this is going to be fun. Yeah. Are you guys ready for this? I'm excited. I was born ready.
1: So So, I will give you guys a a couple minutes to do some brief research, kind of organize your thoughts. As this is going on, myself will be taking a question from the Baca Cup. Talking about it so that our readers are not bored. Lovely. Not readers. Our listeners are not bored. Yeah.
0: Do we have any initial like question statements that we are answering or is this just like a defense why Star Wars is better than Harry Potter? Go. Woo. Okay.
1: All right. So while you guys go ahead and do this, uh, I'm going to play this royalty free debate music (laughs) and we'll go from there.
0: Sounds great. This is terrible debate music. This isn't sparking like... (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the debate. This is very much in a world where one man...
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is like movie trailer song... Oh, Lord. It says it's supposed to be a presidential background music.
0: Have they listened to any debates?
1: Oh, apparently not. Okay, so my question out of the Baca Cup. <clears throat> In another universe, Johnny Depp has just signed a contract with Marvel. <laughs> who would he play? Ah, <laughs> uh, This is an interesting one. So someone who is similar to Captain Jack Sparrow, because that's kind of the same like role he plays if he was in the dc universe i could see him playing like a pretty cool riddler um just kind of like on edge go not a riddler like from the batman but maybe more of a uh, comic book riddler um i think that'd be funny i think he'd play a great joker but we're not talking about dc um if he was in the marvel universe um i don't think there's anybody on the avengers that i would like to see him play he wouldn't be a bad iron man if you think about it um just like an iron man that's like more drunk um he could be a pretty cool loki um be a a god of mischief yeah maybe a maybe a loki yeah that's my my official answer for this one i'm gonna go ahead and answer one more who is the best spider-man Alright, so as they are rounding up their thoughts, uh I my answer for the best Spider Man might be slightly controversial. Um for some people. I know a lot of people are uh really enjoy Andrew Garfield and a lot of people really enjoy um <laughs> Lord, Toby Maguire. Um, I think both of them offer really great insights into the role. So if you have Toby Maguire, he's very nerdy. Um I think he plays a better Uh, a better Peter Parker than he does Spider-Man. And also
0: the Peter Parker of the age of his movies. If that makes sense. Yeah, I could see that. Like the only criticism that I have of him is the fact that he looks like a 30 year old. Yeah. When those original Spider-Man movies came out, he was very true to the Peter Parker character. Peter Parker has evolved over the past 20 years to be a little bit of a cooler character, like outside of the Spidey costume, still very nerdy, still very intelligent. But I think that's something that the Andrew Garfield character doesn't get enough credit for is he did show his, like, smarts and brains in those movies. And yeah, so, he is. I think that's an un, unfair, like, criticism against him. Right.
1: And I don't think,
0: the thing that I wish I
1: saw more from Tobey Maguire is a an intelligent Peter Parker. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he's smart, but the only thing that shows his he's brain. He's nerdy, not smart. Right. It's like he, his brain is just that he's, like, a top like student in his class. Yeah. It's like, I don't doubt that he made a 32 on his ACT, but I don't actually really care about. Right. That. And it's like Andrew you know?
0: Garfield developed his web shooters. Tom McGuire, they were organic and uh, uh, Tom Holland, they were given to him. Right. So it's like Andrew McGuire actually made his thing and the synthetic fluid. Like he was a very smart character. And I, for a long time was like, Oh, he's a great Spider-Man, but he's not a good Peter Parker. Cause he's too cool. And I'm like, which I kind of agree to an extent. Yeah, because I disagree with myself now. He like, is a very, a very attractive Peter Parker. Yeah, very attractive Peter Parker. He's like At the same time Peter Parker, attractive guy. I mean, he landed some pretty Marvel Comics women. Yeah, like, like, kind of. He's also like MJ, Gwen Stacy, Black Cat. I mean, it's not like he's the not Black Cat the isn't ladies. as
1: Peter Parker.
0: That's fair. That's Spider Man, <laughs> right? He's a Spider Man, and
1: yeah, it's.
2: I feel like. When do we get, get Black Cat in the MCU? I th- I
0: don't know that we are, but I think if they develop a Spider, the Amazing Spider Man three, she's gonna be in it.
1: I enjoyed that. Um, cool. But
0: my overall answer, I think that Tom Holland isn't
1: the overall best Spider Man. I don't think he's quite as good of a Spider Man as Andrew Garfield, but yeah. I don't think he's quite as good of Peter Parker as Tobey Maguire. Yeah, um, I think the fact that he is visibly younger, but acts younger right. than the other two really sets him above. Towards, I agree. Like, I really enjoy watching him on the screen.
0: And that was Spider-Man's pull. That's why Spider-Man was the most, is the most popular character, you know, in the like, most popular comic book character in the world. Right. It's because he's so accessible to so many generations. I mean, whenever you had uh Spider-Man get married uh, in the two thousands ballpark, that's why Marvel undid it was because he was married to MJ and all this stuff going on. They're like he isn't accessible to our primary readers anymore. Like, undo this. Like he's got to feel young. And right. so, all right, Joe, are you ready? I have no direction in which you are going in, Joe. Ha- and so, this is getting, this is gonna be so <coughs> so interesting.
2: Yeah, this feels this feels dirty. Just it a does. Bit. It, it, feels it wrong. does. Uh, there is one topic that I hope that you don't go after because I just don't have an answer for. Oh God! <laughs> and so,
0: I hope I can suss out we'll that so what
2: that topic is. So, what's our time limits? And so, for introduction, <clears throat> and
1: I will give you warnings as it's going through. I will give you a halfway warning, and a like final fifteen second warning. Um, would you guys want a a two minute introduction, or would you need
0: more time? Uh, Two minutes is a long time for me with the debates that I've had on this show. That's true. Well, that's because all the debates (coughs) that we've had have been
1: very very quickly shoehorned in. Let's do a minute and a half introduction. Uh, We will do a uh, 90-second introduction, a 30-second cross-examination. We will do probably 45-second to 30-second rebuttals. Um, at least 30 seconds, max 45 seconds. Okay, yep. And then closing remarks will be 30 seconds.
2: Makes sense? Yep, sure. Makes I sense. forgot everything you just said. You just Same. have to remind you, just keep tra- you
1: keep track of this I'll for us. i keep track of yep. Don't you fret. All righty. So I am thinking of a number between oh 1 and 11, just for fun. Uh, whoever gets closer to the number
0: goes first. Do I get to... This? Or can we decide who goes first? Why would you want to do that? Because I want Joe to go first.
1: Sure. <laughs> Joe, do you not want to go first?
2: I prefer not to go first. It's exactly. Either okay, one so, wants to go first. <laughs>
1: okay, so we're thinking of a number. Whoever is closer, goes second. Uh, say your number on three. <laughs> on three. Three, two, one. Three. Seven. three was closer
2: oh what was the number
1: two below
2: i almost said two until you said on three and i changed my mind <laughs> all
1: right brando you go first
2: that sucks okay
1: ladies wow. and gentlemen this is 1-900 debate talk <laughs> today we are going back and forth between brando and the joe they are shaking hands this is going to be a civil debate this i don't want any name calling Why are you looking at me, doc? Because
0: you would probably name call.
2: We have a
1: history
0: of name calling on that side of the table.
1: I did it off air. And remember, ladies and gentlemen. You
0: edit the podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It is your job to figure out which side argues their points better. Brando, are you ready? I sure
0: am not, but that doesn't matter. Here we go. All right.
1: 90 seconds starting in three, two,
0: one. Ladies and gentlemen of the 1-900 Nerdy Talk Jury, I come to you today supporting the side of my defendant, Star Wars. Today, in the courtroom of the movies, you will hear a pretty compelling argument of why Harry Potter is better than Star Wars. I am here to tell you why Star Wars is better than Harry Potter. Am I a huge Harry Potter fan? Of course. You all know that. That is established canon of this show. However, if we are talking movies, Star Wars takes the cake Hands down, we are talking about the film series that has had the greatest impact of the landscape in cinema in the past 50 years. Harry Potter, as much as I love it, has not had a greater impact on movies, on culture, on sci fi, on fantasy as Star Wars had. We would not have so many different offshoots. We wouldn't have all of the offshoot content from Star Wars, we would not have the way that we view fantasy culture and sci-fi, sci-fi culture as we do without Star Wars. It has spawned geek culture like nothing before it. This show wouldn't exist if it was not for Star Wars because Star Wars is nerd culture. Do you have to take the entire time? You don't have to. Okay, great. That's that's my opening. That's my introduction.
1: Great, great, great points that were made. Now, Joe, this is time for your cross-examination. You're pulling apart his argument. Three
2: am I'm, I'm, oh, I'm pulling apart his yeah argument. you're not intru- I mean, you this intro. is not
1: your introduction this is your cross-examination pretty much you're just kind of going at what he just said and how long 30 seconds
2: three two one go yeah they had some great movies they did uh, then they had a lot of train wrecks a lot and if we want to talk about the overall scope of Star Wars outside of about three great movies you have a ton of mediocre books that they refuse to Ten incorporate seconds. you've got a fan base that is constantly divided they do nothing to answer those those problems those division problems and they continue to force subjects down their fans throats that they're not asking for and that's time I uh, feel
0: like this is going to be a lot of therapy for Joe <clears throat> not having to argue for I Star could, Wars
1: I felt
2: so good <laughs> at that, right there at the end it felt great
1: All right, Joe from the political party of sitting to the right of me. (laughs) Are you ready for your introduction? Absolutely
2: not. Let's go. All right, three, two, one, begin. Folks, that was a great introduction from my counterpart across to your Jansen's left. Um, But let's talk about consistency. Let's talk about consistency, and I'm not just talking about on the big screen. I'm talking about in the books. I'm talking about a fan base. I'm talking about words like redemption. okay? Harry Potter is about redemption. Harry Potter is about love. And those things conquer all. Star Wars loses sight of that often, throughout the books, especially, especially in the comic books. But Harry Potter. Let's talk about heroes. Let's talk about villains. Some of the greatest heroes and villains in sci-fi, in book lore, in movie lore exist in the world of Harry Potter. And the best part is most of them don't even realize they're heroes. They don't realize they're villains. You can find yourself in anybody in the Harry Potter world. It's not the same in Star Wars. Star Wars tends to be super generic hero, villain, hero, villain, whereas Harry Potter seems to go both ways. Your villains end up being heroes, even when they're not trying to be. And I think that's one reason why Harry Potter is going to take the win today. Wow.
1: Well put. Well put. Yeah,
2: I thought that sucked, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it's I- inspirational. Brandon, are you ready for your 30-second counter ex- or what
0: cross-examination? Yes. All right, and go. Um It's hard to argue, you know, your point about heroes and villains, and I've talked about that myself the 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 fluidity of the heroes and villains and how they can ebb and flow. However, your first point was consistency, and as a huge avid fan of the Harry Potter books, from book to movie, while yes, they are a great adaptation of the stories of redemption and the stories of love conquering all, they are not always great, uh interpretations of the book. I mean, we miss entire chapters that are pivotal to the plot line of the books in the movies. That is time. Wow, well put. (laughs) But at least they had
2: chapters.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they
2: had.
1: All right, gentlemen. Now we are moving on to the rebuttal stage. If you want to continue (laughs) cross-examination, this is fine. But this is also a time to introduce more points, different points, kind of structure your argument. We are going to begin with Rebuttals coming from two per side, taking turns back and forth. Ooh. However, if the need arises for us to continue with the rebuttals, we will do so. So, and
0: Joe starts that off first, correct?
1: Joe does start that off. All
0: right. Joe. So, how long do I
1: got? 30 to 45 seconds per now, rebuttal.
0: I'm I'm not necessarily rebuttling his rebuttal in my rebuttal. You could. Okay, but I don't. I don't like have to address what he says. You don't have to. Cool. Okay. You Just can want to go, clarify.
1: You can go back and forth. Great. However, way you guys feel. Lovely.
0: Just want to clarify
1: that you need to, ladies and gentlemen. Let's begin the rebuttal. Joe, are you ready? Let's go. All right, and
2: begin. You know, you, if you try hard enough, you can find a lot of similarities between Vader and Voldemort. It's it's how they, even how they attack the the heroes. Try to. Bring them on their side. They kind of have this fatherly thing that they, they do in the process. Obviously, one of them is the father. But Famously. One, one thing about Voldemort is both of them have broken childhoods, broken homes, uh, broken opinions on parenting, and, and heroes and what a hero is in themselves. And, and they both attack with black magic and the dark magic. But Voldemort pushes away anything that looks like light, anything that looks like love, making him... Ten times more scary as a villain because there is no chance of redemption with Voldemort. Sure. He is completely caved inside and he's he's dead to anything else that is light, anything else that is good. Vader became evil because of how much he loved people. Right, we will wrap that up there.
0: Great points. Brandon, are you ready? Absolutely. All right. and That one felt better. So in your introduction, you bring up the story of redemption as though Star Wars doesn't have one of the most beautiful redemption arcs in all of cinema Mm. that takes place over six beautifully crafted movies. I mean, you've heard it yourself here on the podcast, folks, that Joe's coming around on the prequel series, that it's aging better. And what is the story of the prequels if not the story of Anakin becoming Darth Vader? And what is the story of the actual original series if not Darth Vader becoming Anakin again? Mm, and so, I mean, you tell me a story of redemption, watching your who was supposed to be your hero turn into your villain, and then turning back into your hero again. That's a story of redemption.
1: Mm. I'll give you a second to process this. And are you ready to go? Let's go. And begin.
2: Well, let's talk about the quality of that story. Both bring redemption, at least an opportunity for redemption. But the quality of that Anakin story and those prequel movies are not close to where they could be or where they should be. The quality of the foundations of Voldemort and even Harry Potter itself is consistent. It's steady. It's beautiful. Even when it's dark, it's beautiful. Even when you're when you're on the dark side of Voldemort, that story in itself is a sad song, but it's a beautiful song that you can find connection to. Star Wars loses that more often than not in those prequels versus the original movies. Sure. Wow. Brandon, are you ready for your rebuttal? Do you need a, this second? really is therapeutic for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was about to get real therapeutic for me in this rebuttal. All right, ready? <laughs> yeah. And begin. We talk about, you know, you talked about how the, you know, uh, prequel series lost kind of the heart of the original. Let's talk about the Harry Potter prequel series. Fantastic beasts and where to find them. You want to talk about a movie that has lost the heart of a series and that is these three movies thus far. We know where at least in Star Wars, we knew that Anakin would have to become Darth Vader in these three movies and they set up a perfect path for that to happen. With him falling in love with Padme, yes, there are issues there with the age gap. I understand your argument with that. And then you have just how annoying he kind of is in Attack of the Clones, but you can see that love deepening, and you can see the warnings of Yoda starting to come to pass until you see the full turn in Star Wars Episode III, which is one of the most satisfying moments in cinema history. Again, very high highs coming from Star Wars. However, in Fantastic Beasts... I still don't know where they're going with the series. And I love it so much. But they do not care. They do not play by the rules of the original series, at least with the canon that we have in Star Wars. Disney, yes, while they slashed it down. We're going to have to wrap it up there. Give me, finish that sentence, and then we'll move on. While Disney, yes, slashed down the canon of the Legends and whatnot, at least they did it for the sake of consistency.
1: Ooh, that's good.
0: Gentlemen, do you feel like you need another round
1: of rebuttals?
2: You know, I could do this all night. Say, <laughs> I got, I got one rebuttal to that. Let's keep going. Let's, let's keep going. With some an, re- an re-
1: Thirty seconds. We are adding it right now. Joe, are you ready? All right, let's go.
2: Begin. But those prequels have one man that brings us all back, no matter what, and that man's name is Dumbledore, and it's a good Dumbledore. And That's the story, good. the heartbreak. It enhances the story, in my opinion, of the original movies and books. When you get to see why he is, why he babied Harry the way he did, why he left things in secret the way he did with Harry Potter, that we left our head. like When you read those books and watch the movies, you scratch your head going, what were you doing? Just write it down on a piece of paper. You get those answers with these prequels with Dumbledore. When you see the heartbreak that he he's had to go through and the tough decisions that he's had to make, and you actually get to see the pain in his eyes. It enhances the Dumbledore of what's going to be in the future with the rest of those stories.
1: Ooh. All right, your final rebuttal, Brando. Let's go. Three, two, one.
0: Jordan Reigns, I just want to thank you for setting up the easiest rebuttal of this entire debate. (laughs) Okay? I know what it is. If you read the books, you have all of that already. King's (coughs) Cross Station and deathly hollows is one of the most beautiful chapters in literary history and you get all of that you don't need you don't need these movies they're just a cash grab if we're being honest like that's how they feel as a fan of the series in star wars you have all of these legends, and I love that they've made them to be legends because they are very inconsistent. But when you say that they're legends, they could be happening in anywhere. They could be happening in an entire galaxy. They don't have to match up with everything else. Harry Potter happens on Earth in this timeline. And so if things aren't perfect, it is obvious. Star Wars, you have so much more flexibility because you are dealing with an entire galaxy. In the scale of galaxy versus earth in a timeline in one area very hard to beat mm. gentlemen that was a great point are we ready to move on to the
1: closing remarks do you want to keep going
2: i got another round him. if you want all right yeah all right. one more round of rebut- even four rounds of rebuttals even four rounds of rebuttals joe begin you don't need these movies for harry potter you do need the movies for star wars because without the movies star wars is dead there's nothing. There's no posters in here. There's no, there's no, without those movies, it's, it's done. And that's why I think the Harry Potter's, that story with the Harry Potter movies changes everything. Cause my dad's not reading those books, but he'll watch the movies and they're great movies from start to finish.
0: That's all I got. Great point. Brando, are you ready? Sure. Begin. If I've ever heard a straw man argument, it's, If you don't have the movies, you don't have Star Wars. If you don't have the books, you don't have Harry Potter. And so I I think that's just... I think that's a very disingenuous argument, Joe. And I'm kind of appalled that you'd bring it up in such a gentlemanly discussion that we've had thus far. I think your face is disingenuous. (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen, we said no name calling. Anyways, back to my point. Yes, without the movies, you don't have Star Wars. But we do have the movies. And they're beautiful. And because of the movies, we have spawned off incredible side content that is canon, like Rebels and Clone Wars and Bad Batch and everything else that has come from Star Wars. A lot of the Star Wars comics books, I know they don't all hit. Neither do all the Harry Potter movies. Now, nothing's going to ever be 100%, but Star Wars has much higher highs. Yes, it does have very low lows. But at least you get to be on the roller coaster and deal with it. I believe all of the auxiliary content that has come out from Star Wars far exceeds the auxiliary content that has come from Harry Potter.
1: Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, we've heard some great arguments from both sides, from my right side and from my left side, uh, both very rightist and leftist comments coming from here. True. We are going to move on into closing remarks. Joe, why don't you kick us off? how long we got Uh, 30 seconds
2: so to close out we know the story of Harry we've talked a little bit about Dumbledore we've talked a little bit about Voldemort but I think one of the most important characters in Harry Potter we can all find ourselves and that is Snape we we can all find ourselves in that Snape where we we have moments where we feel less than we feel different from everybody else and some of us may bite and, and dive into that dark side of that but what brings us out of darkness and that's love mm-hmm. and Snape embraced love. And with one of the biggest hooks at the end of that storyline, we see that through the whole thing, love kept Snape throughout. Even we hated him because we didn't know what was going on. He held on to love. He took the hate. He took the punches. He made the hard decision because of love and love is what saved everything at the very end. And that's what I got. You took about 55 seconds. I didn't stop you because
1: I was so moved by your argument. (laughs) Brando, you you get the same 55 seconds. You can take 57 on me, big dog. I appreciate that. And begin.
0: The story of Star Wars is a story that spans and passes the test of time. It is a classic good versus evil. It is. And... Well, yes, you have Harry Potter where, you know, we can arbitrarily sort 11-year-olds into four houses that will determine their life past for the rest of their life, and we're okay with that. We don't – we're not okay with just a simple story of good and evil. We can find ourselves in Luke. You can because he dabbles in the dark side. You don't know where – I mean, the first time you watch The Empire Strikes Back – is Luke going to go a bit more dark side whenever you see return of the Jedi and he's wearing all black. It's like, did he cave to the dark side? You genuinely do not know. We're looking at this on the other side, but look at this from the viewpoint of the first time you're watching the movies of, I don't know what he's going to do, but his love for his friends brought him back before Harry Potter's ever did. And (laughs) if we're being honest again, we're talking a galactic scale. Anyone can find themselves in this galaxy. The world is your oyster. The galaxy is your oyster. You can do whatever you want. And so I know representation is huge right now, and you can do it so much more genuinely in the world of Star Wars because, again, you can be whatever. It's the entire galaxy.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have some great arguments. They have made this very challenging for you. Uh, This is going to be argument A. Argument number one. They are shaking hands. They are in love. They (laughs) are so in love. Argument number do still, one do you still have that you no on. There? on. Uh, yeah,
2: I don't know which one it is. Wait. Uh, no, I no, won't we'll find it. Nope. 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 No. 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 No, there it is.
1: There it is. No. Gentlemen, do you have one more debate in you for a number two debate? Oh, absolutely.
2: I love debating number two.
1: Fair enough. Me. So, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, what you just heard, Star Wars versus Harry Potter. You are going to debate. You're going to vote on that. The debating has already been done. You are going to vote on this. This will be argument number one. We will post this on our Instagram. Argument number two we are going to do the classic Civil War argument. We are going to be going back. (laughs) One side is going to be arguing for Captain America and his viewpoints, the other side is going to be arguing for Iron Man and his viewpoints. Now, gentlemen, do you want me to assign sides, or do you already have a sign you're leading towards?
0: I, I think you just need to assign it. Yeah, <laughs> I think we lean the same side is the problem.
1: Okay, so I am I am thinking of a number between 1 and 10. Uh, not only does this decide what side you were arguing, this also decides whether or not who goes first. So if you pick this side... Uh, it will be. This is whoever is doing the Iron Man side. So if you get closer to the number, you will be assigned Iron Man, but you will also be going second. So you will have the advantage of going second. Does this make sense? Yep. All right. So I'm thinking of a number. This number is now between twelve <laughs> and twenty-seven. The number is set in my head. Say it at the same time. Three,
2: two, one. Twenty-four. Go. Did somebody did you say, say what did you say 12 and 27? Yes, uh, I you, said you said four, didn't you? Yeah, I said four. Okay, we will restart <laughs> this. <laughs> Just give it Brandon wins on that one because I was not paying attention. I was obviously
0: closer because <laughs> I, I was within the range. <laughs> I heard 27. <laughs> Honestly,
1: regardless of what Joe would have picked, my number was 23. Oh, so nailed it, baby! Right on it. That's pretty good. So, Brando, you argue for the side of Iron Man, okay. you also get the advantage of going second. <laughs> I will give you boys a minute or two <laughs> to collect your thoughts while I take another question from the Baca Cup. This is going to be less time than the time before. All righty. So we have a question that is opinions on Karen from the Daredevil series. Um, Karen is one of those characters that is kind of polarizing from – the people I know, I haven't heard a lot of online debate. It's similar to, um, but not as extreme, but it's similar to Iris West in the Flash CW shows where Iris West is, I think Candace Patton is the uh, actress. I think she's a a good actress, but I cannot stand the character of Iris West. The way that they have written her into the story is just really annoying. Um, And I think that, this kind of has that Karen Page from the Daredevil series kind of has a similar Iris West effect where um, if you see like the the story arc of Karen Page is she comes into the first season. Karen is a, um, she's caught up in a Fisk scandal where Fisk, um, she's working at a company for Union Allied And it ends up that she kind of starts digging and she digs into the wrong area. And then they try to discredit her and kill her and all this stuff. And so she is distraught. She meets up with, uh, with uh, Daredevil, with Matt Murdock and Foggy Nelson. This isn't actually Daredevil at the time. Um, It's just the lawyer side. So Matt Murdock, Matt Murdock can listen to her heartbeat. He figures out that she's telling the truth. And then that starts their journey together. And so, In theory, I really enjoy Karen. I do enjoy the actress, but I feel like a lot of how she was written is just kind of annoying. It's not a lot of her character qualities are earned, in my opinion. Because you see where Karen Page is, like, she is suddenly a really good... uh, I get she's an English major, back whenever you hear her... Um, her backstory in season three, I believe. Maybe, I think it's the beginning of season three. Um, you get her backstory and you're like, oh, yeah, this is like kind of cool, whatever. She's an English major. But she turns out to be like some reporter and have some sense and like know something about law for some reason. Um, she's just kind of overpowered for what she is. And so her character has the reason I call it the same of the iris effect is because her character is not really equipped yet she comes in and she has the same amount of like power and say as the people around her who are more deserving. So I don't love I think her character is kind of annoying Karen Pages. Um, I don't dislike the actor actress. I think the actress is very talented, but her as a character, not my favorite, she's kind of annoying. Gentlemen, yeah. are we ready to begin? <sighs> I do you believe so?
2: Ah, screw it! I'm going off script. Oh, well, he's off script. <laughs>
1: All right, so, so I gotta go first, right? <laughs> you do have to go first. And for the people listening that could not, could not in their brain decipher that the fact that Brando was talking about Iron Man, this means Joe was talking about Captain America. Joe was talking about Captain America. So and just so in we, case you weren't paying attention, we
2: are arguing in favor of being Team Cap or Team Iron Man. Yes. Right. So not not just in the single incident. Right. but But
1: overall, you are arguing for the the incident of civil war where who was right, who was right, who was who was in the right, who has the right thought process around the whole thing you could bring up. Team power if you want. This is just the movie Civil War. Yeah, this is not who the ca- was this
0: right. is not the comic book arc of Civil War. This is the MCU. The MCU My Civil God. War. Yeah. Who this
2: was right? Team, the Cap. The whole comic. <laughs>
1: team Cap. Team Iron Man. Joe, are you ready? Uh yeah. Uh, I think so. Already. Joe, in three, two, one, ninety seconds, go.
2: So first of all, let's talk about Captain America's history with the government and his, and how he has trusted the government in the past and how they have abused his trust over and over and over again. I don't think that he completely disagrees with Iron Man in the fact that there needs to be some guidelines. There needs to be some talking and and some, some meetings, maybe a few meetings there, but to completely put all of, their basically powers in the hands of the government could not set well with Captain. Just and he could not handle that. Plus, when you take a look at Iron Man and Stark's emotions over his career, they tend to get the best of them. So even in the event that knowing about uh you know Bucky He he knows Bucky. He he served with Bucky. He fought with Bucky. He knows that something's not right. He knows there's more to that story. He's got to find that out. But to just go ahead and tip that off to Iron Man, especially in that moment in that movie, early on when he is clearly unstable and not in a good place, bad things are going to happen. And he's already trying to give everything over to the government anyway. That's just a bad recipe. Mm -hmm.
1: Well put, well put. Brando,
2: it I'm is gonna, time for your cross examination. Owned in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two,
1: one.
0: beacon. I find it interesting that you say that Tony Stark is the emotional one in this. Whenever again, Captain Rock gets the
2: best of him.
0: Ah, uh, okay, I understand. Um, yeah, I mean, yes, Steve Rogers has been a puppet of the government almost his entire life, and he has benefited from that puppeteering for a long time. And all of a sudden is deciding, I don't want to go with this, you know, form of accountability that the government will put on these superhumans that could literally end the world if they decided to wrap it up. And so Tony Stark has his dealing with the government. And so I believe it shows a lot of his character saying, I know what the government has done with our weapons before, but we do need to figure out some form of accountability that Captain America was not interested in.
1: All righty, Brando, it is time
0: for your introduction. Three, two, one, Begin. So, we begin our story with Tony Stark, the weapons manufacturer, who found his weapons being used by the enemy. And, you know, that's what kicked off his entire story arc. He turns into a, well, he already was an egotistical maniac who believed that he knew what was best. You know, I want to have a suit of armor around the world. I want this. I want that. I am Iron Man. Very boisterous, very over the top. However, he realized, in all of this, he was not caring for these small things, this little man. That's why the events of Ultron happened, was because he just didn't care about the small people anymore. He wanted his suit of armor around the world, and it almost ended the world. And that's what kicked off the Sokovia Accords. So the fact that Tony Stark, the man who caused the problem to begin with, was willing to be for the pro registration should say everything you need to know about the registration. I have too much power, and I need accountability over top of that. And honestly, who else can be accountable to that aside from the U.N.? I mean, they're the only global power that would be able to, you know, have accountability for these superheroes. So it's really the only viable option is to have them say, hey, we're not even going to control you. We just want to know that you're out there. We don't want this to be a surprise. We don't want to be caught off guard by this again. Because had the U.N. known about all of the technology that Tony Stark had and was able to develop... Maybe they could have helped with the Ultron problem and it wasn't a global issue like Tony Stark made it. And so the fact that Tony is even saying we need this accountability is saying a lot.
1: Well put, well put, both gentlemen. Uh, Joe, it is now time for your cross-examination. Are you ready? Let's go. Begin.
2: You talk about not caring about the little man. uh, Captain America was the little man. He literally was the little man he he never left even though he got the powers he never left that place of being the little man and then when you look at some of the most dangerous weapons that are on the face of the planet throughout the MCU a lot of them have Stark's name stamped on the side of them so for cap to just look at a man who's diving headfirst completely into these accords and yet his name is still stamped on some of the most dangerous weapons on the planet. And he has made some of the most terrible decisions. How can he completely jump on his team and trust him right away?
1: Well put. Well put gentlemen, we are now moving into the rebuttal stage. Uh, Joe, since you spoke last Brandon, you're going to kick this one off. I would like to have 30 to 45
0: seconds. Are you ready? I am ready. Begin. I'd like to rebuttal your last statement. Captain America should be all about jumping into the accords with Stark's name stamped over everything. Knowing that since Stark's name is stamped over all of the most dangerous equipment on the planet. And you know, you're saying that Tony Stark is very driven by his emotions and quick to jump the gun. Knowing that there is a body, a government body saying you can't do that. I don't care what you want to do. This isn't the best decision. I would imagine that Captain America would be all about that. Not being able to just fly off the handle with all this dangerous equipment. And so the fact that the Accords would bring that kind of structure and peace, especially to a military guy, he should be all about it. If we're worried about, you know, the, these weapons that Tony Stark has you know, falling into the wrong hands, the Accords will help prevent that from happening. Well put,
1: well put. Joe, are you ready? 30 to 45 seconds,
0: begin.
2: I think the problem is the last handful of government officials that were telling him what he could and couldn't do turned out to be Nazis. So... He, he, there's a problem there. There's, I mean, the whole government owning and running the show, his history with that is not good. He just, he cannot shake that. And, and I completely understand it from from that standpoint. I mean, a lot of government officials that they have put in prison that were Nazis worked for high end, not just shield, but the United States itself. So you're asking him to put full trust into a cord written by those people or people that worked with those people. He can't do it. Mm
1: -hmm. Well put, well
0: put. Brando, you ready for your rebuttal? Yeah. Begin. See, I think that's fair. However, at the end of the day, they are still super enhanced humans. If the accords aren't working, break the accords, but at least give them a chance to do what they were intended to do. At least give them a chance to say, hey, let's not blow up entire cities, you know, trying to handle these things. Like, let's have a bit more structure to your superhuman abilities. Let's have a bit more structure to the teams that we have, not just this vigilante justice that you guys are going to dispose whenever you feel like that you are supposed to be doing it. Anyways, that is the conversation that I want to bring up your Bucky point. Cap was wrong, not telling Iron Man. I don't care he was protecting a war criminal at the sake of the entire population, and I find that despicable all right despicable
1: all right gentlemen let's go ahead and begin with our second round or I guess this is second half of the second round of rebuttals Joe, are you ready uh
2: yeah, I was and I lost it but sure not oh, perfect thanks. okay and begin so I don't think that. Again, I don't think Cap is against teamwork. I don't think he's even against discussing parameters and what they can do. He doesn't have a problem with that. He likes teamwork. He's a fan of that. It's the government side of that. It's also the fact that you have a bunch of non-powered human beings, specifically a director who's got a creepy mustache, trying to tell them how they're allowed to use their powers when these people have no idea how to wield any of this power, much less direct them how to use it and where they should use it. That was a quick
1: rebuttal round, uh, gentlemen. Do you want to begin the third round, or do you want to move to
2: closing statements? Feel quick. Um,
0: <coughs> I want one more round of rebuttal, or wait, no, I get to rebut what he just. No. no, this would be a fresh. This is a new round. Yeah, one more round, and then we'll move to close. If if you, if you're okay with. that. All right. Begin in three, two, one. One of my biggest problems is since we talk about how Captain America loves teamwork and he's fine with it. It's the government part of it. Had this not been such a big issue for Captain America, had the Accords been in effect, would the Thanos situation look any different? Tony Stark's biggest argument when he finally got off that ship in Endgame was you said that you would be there and you weren't there. So if if Captain America is the little man, still the little man, still about protecting the little man, He should have just put his pride aside and said, you know what? I may disagree. Let's find a way to make this work because we know that there are bigger threats out there and who knows what the Thanos situation could have looked like. Tony wouldn't have felt alone on the moon in Jupiter if he had had who he thought was his best friend by his side, but he found out in Civil War that Cap was never really his best friend. He would sell him out for Bucky in an
2: instant. All right, Joe, are you ready? Let's go. Three, two, one, begin. Begin. Yeah, he probably would have been fighting with him on that moon had he not been pulling his other teammates out of prison. That's all I got.
0: Oh. Wouldn't have been in prison if we were okay with the Accords. The Accords are yeah. stupid.
1: <laughs> Jimmy. we're trying to keep this civil. Just I didn't say he was stupid. I said the
2: Accords can't are stupid. We not
0: say the S word in here. You have children. We don't say stupid, we say silly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what my mom would always say. Well, I was like, we don't say stupid, we say silly. Gentlemen,
1: are you ready for your closing remarks?
2: God, I thought that was a closing remark. No. You thought you were going out on that. <laughs> this is your conclusion.
0: I'm exhausted. <laughs> I believe I start the closing arguments. He starts it. Wait. Who started no. this? He started. Yeah, you started. Yeah. And 30 seconds begin. Ladies and gentlemen of the 190 Talk Jury, I appreciate everything that you've heard, your attentiveness to the situation, and we me and Joe just want to say thank you for being a part of this historic day in nerdy talk history. (laughs) I hope you come to realize the truth that Joe did a lot of gaslighting in this debate (laughs) and realize that while captain America was protecting his war crime, best friend, Bucky Barnes, who assassinated his former best friend, Tony Stark's parents without, telling tony having known that information the entire time and then wanted to turn his back on the team that he helped create but joe thinks that he is correct in that decision i hope you see the truth and the light in realizing that tony stark was correct
1: fair enough uh, if we were actually in the court you could say objection calls for speculation but anyways we are going to continue <laughs> moving on joe are you ready for your final let's go conclusion
2: Begin. All right, I'll meet Stark on that. If I was Stark, I would have loved to know. You know who else would have loved to know about deaths, all the innocent families that were murdered by his war military uh, weapons that he just carelessly had people selling to both sides all over the place. Who all died? None of them were warned. None of them were told. So there it is. I I agree. I would have loved to know. I would have loved to know but I don't think that's the sole reason Cap was fighting against Iron Man and that that airplane hangar it was the rest of the government involvement was why he was staying away from the accords mm.
1: gentlemen I really appreciate the for the most part uh, civil debate that we had
0: I need
2: to learn words <sighs> no,
0: the it's... top purple button underneath the green oh wait
2: yep yep
1: uh, Thank you, audience. Thank you, audience. Uh, just a couple of thoughts that I've had as you guys were speaking. Uh, it's interesting how neither of you really dove into the complete motive behind each part. It's like we we you didn't speak about how Captain America stands for freedom and how he he would need to go against it. It's also interesting that you didn't bring up the fact that Tony Stark did this with the the human interaction that he has at a the lot beginning of. Guilt. of so has a lot of guilt with it. Yeah. Um but this is just for people to think about as they vote. This was argument number 2. This one was the, also
2: this was for Tom. Tom, this for I hope Tom. I did you proud. Uh Pastor Cole,
0: this was for you. <laughs>
1: uh ladies and gentlemen, this is argument we need to number have those 2 on an the
0: debate. Lord, I I love I, I love Cole. <laughs> Tom
2: will wipe the floor of them though. <laughs> He knows so much more. Oh, we might have to put a barrier between the two of us. <laughs> yeah. Cole tried to do, start doing some
0: jits on him. Oh, Lord.
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this was argument number two. You have to go and vote. We will be announcing the winners by the next podcast. Um, or if we're still getting a lot of information, we'll do it by the podcast after this. So you will be hearing soon about which side that you believed argued their side better. This is not which side you agree with. So, Tom and Cole, if you follow the podcast, I do not want you to <laughs> automatically pick <laughs> Captain America or Iron Man. Vote for which side argued better. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you guys for coming on out to this uh, debate yes. time. Uh, gentlemen, do you want to do a round of the Baca Cup?
0: Yeah, let's hit a quick round and then we'll uh,
1: yeah, we'll close out.
2: Let's do that. Uh, and while we're picking our questions let's give a shout out to our boys out at crypto shout out
0: to crypto comics
2: you get on facebook follow those guys they are giving they're doing video updates now yeah uh for releases upcoming releases hot releases Uh, they gave us some really really good stuff to read this past week which we will be doing reviews on yes so follow us on tiktok and instagram yep Get on there because we're gonna be giving oh, one. Eyes. One will be coming up. It's supposed to go up today, but then oh, we'll up it will actually go tomorrow. There's another one coming. Oh, get it, get it. Nope, it's because you thought about it. Yep, sure did. Yep. So uh, anyway, yeah, go visit Rocky Crypto Comics thirty-five thirteen West Emory Road, Powell, Tennessee. Oh, this Tennessee. is a long question. I love that I got this question. This is a this is a novel of a question. <laughs> so we're just we're just gonna answer lot. our question. Nobody else is answering the question to save time, right? Yeah, I think to save time
1: that's uh, probably for the best. Yeah, some of them are que- are interactive questions with another host member. That's fair. So if
0: they're by nature interactive, we'll interact. If not, not all three yeah. of us have dance.: And the if
1: question. we have if someone has a uh, <laughs> what's that?
2: It's a like basically a game. Like a <laughs> Okay, gotcha.
1: Oh, I know which one that is. <laughs> um, if it is one that if someone has something that they feel like they want to <laughs> add to it, sure. Quick Just remarks.
0: Quick thirty second remarks rebuttals kind of style.
1: righty. Who wants to kick it off? Joe's dying. Joe's here. having a moment over there. We should probably let him recover. Okay, uh, I'll go ahead and begin. Sounds good.
2: My question's so stupid. <laughs>
1: Popular brands are seeking for Avengers to sponsor. Oh my God. Who is sponsored by whom? Um, I think that uh, Iron Man is definitely sponsored by Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> 100 <100%. laughs> Um, I want to say that uh, Captain America... He's sponsored by Pepsi, one hundred percent. Yeah, the colors just
0: yeah
1: match really, really well. Um, oh, would be. Interesting Are you in the if- need
0: for a nice, refreshing cola? <laughs> Pepsi.
1: <sighs> That's America's soda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, I think Thor would be sponsored by. He's like a shampoo endorsement for sure. Head and yeah, shoulders, maybe. or like Knoxville TVA. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I have for <laughs> – I can't sponsor
0: I love that Thor's Knoxville TVA with no explanation as to why.
1: <laughs> well, if anybody's listening and they don't know what Knoxville TVA is – It's a credit union. Well, it's a credit union, but they also – it's the um, it, Tennessee uh, – Tennessee Valley, Valley. Authority. Um, they also do stuff with, like, the the dam and, like, the hydroelectric power and stuff like okay, that. Okay, I see, I see so where we're going with that. The okay. electric power is where – Gotcha, gotcha, work. gotcha.
2: Um, I think Vision sponsored by Baskin Robbins. I could see that. Who would be?
1: Oh, Captain America would have to be sponsored by Nike, because um, it's like the Just Do It. They could like that's mix fair. That. I could do this all day. I could do day. this all day. I could just do this all day. Yep, it's perfect. Lines up.
0: I think uh, uh, Hawkeye and Vans could do a pretty cool collab, <laughs> <laughs> like off the wall. Especially like End Game with like the shaved sides and like the fauxhawk. <laughs> yeah. Sponsor Hulk. Uh, it's got to be an athletics company of some Snickers. sort. Snickers, oh my gosh! Oh, Snickers, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, you're not you and you hungry. That commercial rights itself, yeah. Like some like Black Widow, like sun's going down, big guy, have a Snickers and like tosses yeah. a Snickers to him and turns into Bruce Banner. Why right. does that, that, that not happens. happen? That's fantastic. That's, that's a good commercial.
1: That's a fantastic commercial.
0: I mean, it's not good now because spoiler, alert, she's dead, and so it's not like you can write that commercial now. I but, mean,
2: Doctor Strange is just for men, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. The 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 hair product, just yeah. for men. yeah, One hundred percent. Touch of gray. Yeah. Yep.
2: Spider Man's Coca Cola. Turns out he's not actually gray headed. That's just yeah. A touch of gray. Yeah, uh, Spider Man's Coca Cola for sure.
1: Yeah, I, I guess I could see that. Or like.
2: Nah, he'd be like an energy drink, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's Ooh, like Red Bull. Ball. Yeah. Gives you weight. Red up.
0: Bull's too
1: adult for Spider Man. You think so? Yeah, he needs to be like Rockstar <laughs> or something. Something that's like not. A real Mountain Dude. monster. It's Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dude. Monster uh, sponsoring yeah. Mountain Dew, like the Kickstart ones. Yeah. yeah. Monster sponsoring Hulk. That's true. That could also be a great one for yeah. Hulk. I'm trying mm. to think of any other big. Who's planets? Black Widow being? Mm-hmm. K's
2: Sponsored Jewelers by. is sponsoring Thanos, right? <laughs> uh, <that's>, I <laughs> Who,
0: dig it. Who's Black Widow's uh major brand?
1: Um, doesn't Scarlett Johansson like have a brand that she does? It's possible deal with, I don't even remember. Um, but if not, yeah,
0: black, I feel whip. like she'd be like an insurance company like State Farm,
2: the general, <laughs>
0: yeah, like, yeah, the general. Like. <laughs> That'd be a great one for Captain America, too. There you go.
1: He's like, I'm back at boot camp for a great, oh, great. You can get online, go, go to, to the, the general, general and save some,
2: some time.
0: time. Not a sponsor, not a sponsor. I just but, get a lot of jingles but you in could be. In. But you could be. 1.900.nerdytalkpodcast uh, <laughs> at gmail.com. I'm glad you remembered that. Never do. Brandon, why don't you read your question? Sure. <clears throat>
1: Black
2: Panther,
0: New Balance. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the official shoe of, like, dads at the barbecues. <laughs> Black Panther. <laughs> if Hawkeye and Black Widow's memories were wiped and were contracted out to kill each other, Who's winning? Both characters are in their prime.
2: If Hawkeye and who? Black, Black Widow, Widow.
0: They had to kill each other not knowing each other if they were contracted out. Who would win? I'm saying Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye's Hawkeye. Hawkeye. I mean, can't, canonically in the movies, he had the upper edge on her and converted her over to S.H.I.E.L.D. So it's like Fair. like he's already beaten her before. And if he didn't you know, see that good in her, he could have just taken her out no problem. Like think,
1: yeah, but if you their fight wherever his memories were wiped and he was uh hypnotized by Loki in the first Avengers movie, Black
0: Widow beats him. Sure. So yeah, was, but I I I don't, hand to hand too. Yeah, I don't think he's I fighting think at full capacity while mine wiped.
2: If he's actually after like if it's he is it's a hit if he, he's, he's shooting her. Yeah, if right. he's peak hawkeye and I he's mean, like, I'm contracted yeah. to
0: take this person out. He, I mean, he can shoot a, a spot with an arrow from like a mile away, I think, in the comics. Like, it's insane, yeah. like, his skill set. So it's like, I think he could honestly take her out before she even knew that he was remotely do you, nearby. Do you think he'd be able to find her?
2: Yeah.
1: Because she's... She's, she's pretty elusive. Thing, she is elusive. She's pretty
2: elusive. But I, I think it would be a battle, but I think he would find her, and I think he would kill her. I
0: Yeah, I think with Hawkeye's skill set and his you know his resources, I think he would just figure out where... She was going, yeah. The one and just kind of
2: the one thing that I think would I would lean back toward her is she is so good at being two three steps ahead. Yeah, yeah. she might lay a trap. I and mean, also,
0: it, like, yeah, he's got like he's got he to take would, her out before she knows that he's trying to take yes. her out. Right.
2: Once she finds <laughs> out he's looking for her, I think the edge goes. Swing That's pendulum fair. swings her way And, and again, point. I agree with you with
0: the close hand-to-hand combat. Like, yeah. she has, I mean, with the flexibility, durability, training that yeah, she has, I think she's, she's gonna got She's going to take the, the bow def- out of his hand. Yeah, she's got the one-up yeah. on that. Like, he can hold his own for sure, but, you know, I think she's just got a bit more tricks up her sleeve and close hand-to-hand, so...
2: Plus, I think he's kind of got the hots for a little bit anyway. Just so. a little bit. Yeah. I think, you know, it's and he's a, He's a dad.
0: You know, so it's like, I feel like he'd feel kind of bad. Yeah, for why bigger. isn't he sponsored by New Balance? Yeah, He would be the one sponsored by New Balance. I said yeah, it dude. as a joke. <laughs> I said what I said. Um, but yeah, I think if we're talking like contracted out to kill this person, I think if Hawkeye got a contract to kill Black Widow, he, honestly, I think that's what it boils down to, is if if Hawkeye gets contracted to kill Black Widow, he's taking her out. If Black Widow gets contracted to take out Hawkeye, he's taking or she's taking him out.
1: Well, the question prompt was they're both contracted for each other. Oh, see, man. I,
0: honestly, one other thing would happen, and this, this is definitely a cop-out. They find out, take out whoever contracted them, and figure out why. But they don't know each other, so they're just following orders. That's what I'm saying. They're both following orders. They if realize she,
2: if she finds out, I'll, and this will be my final answer, if she finds out that he's looking for her, she's got the edge. Fair.
0: And I think if she finds out that he's looking for her, and he finds out that she's looking for him, they say, "Why are we both being looked for? Let's figure it out."
2: Yeah. I mean, you're probably—that's that, probably right. <laughs> a cop out. I know it's a cop out answer, but I think it's the right answer. All right, all right. To end it, uh, how many fifth graders could you take on a <laughs> fight? Uh, Why is that a question? I forgot that I added that one.
0: Why is so, that a question? Is that a reference to
1: something? Uh, no.
2: That feels like a reference to Billy Madison. <laughs> I I knew some large fifth graders. Yeah. Yeah. But I think all six one three hundred plus pounds of me at you the age I've of thirty, couple. I think at least five are going down. I think I I think I got handle that. Because if we're thinking over. about
1: fifth graders, this is like ten, eleven year olds, right? And a 10, 11-year-old is like, Ooh. what, four foot
2: tall? Yeah, let, me, yeah. let me tell you something. Fifth graders suck. They do. Yeah, they they do. are some of the meanest people on the planet. That's what I was going to say. Know they're what? so mean. You know what? 10. I'm taking 10 just out of principle. And I think that like it wouldn't take two seconds for me to figure out, yeah, I don't like any of these kids. And yeah, I'm, and real it's, quickly. I'm gonna go home. Because you'll I beat the
0: first if, one up and then they'll start making fun of you for yeah. like how long it took you. Then now you're if like, if they
2: okay. get they get me on the ground, I'm 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 toast. Yeah, but, they can swarm you. Yeah, if they catch my knees. But just out of pure anger and fury for all the tenth graders that made my life miserable when I was in tenth grade, I'm taking at least ten, I think. I think I'm I think I'm approaching this. Now,
0: is this like a call of duty zombie situation where they just all start swarming you? This is
1: ten. Or however many fifth graders all at once.
2: Okay, yeah. I'm for sure. Taking, right. Like, We're talking I'm about saying, 10th graders in 2022? No, Wait, fifth graders. graders. I'm, I'm fifth graders. I'm sorry. That's I'm, I, I meant 10 fifth graders in 2022? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I might do 20. I'm, I
0: was going to say, I'm taking out 25. Because here's what I'm doing, okay? They start swarming me. I know I can be faster than a fifth grader. Listen, I'm starting I, to kite those suckers. I'm going to kite them just like I do in Call of Duty. Yep. And then I'll take them out in a row, one at a time. If it gets to be too much, running out of there, kiting them all over the,
2: again. The likelihood of at least three of them having a peanut allergy, I'm wiping peanut butter on this hand. Oh, yeah. Right here. Just and smacking them. poison ivy on this hand. And then just a shirt that says your mom on it. So the ones that are emotionally like charged. I'm, I've won half the battle. I haven't even put hands on anybody. Here. Yeah.
0: You're a threat from a distance. Interesting. And like, dude, do you give me a do you give me listen, a dodgeball and the, just I just gun them, dude, down. I got Dude, if I got a weapon, if I got a weapon.
2: Uh, this is going to a dark place. We should probably We need an explicit warning on this. Yeah, oh, explicit. wait,
0: Jay, how many <laughs> fifth graders could you take uh, out? Yeah.
1: I mean, I think I could take out a fair here's the thing. I worked in a daycare. <laughs> fifth graders are babies. Like it's it true. does not take much to make a fifth grader
2: cry. Like yeah. I I'm the real, made, the real question is, how big are these fifth graders' parents? Because that could be that's the problem. The deciding well, here's factor. the thing: it's like, yeah. who are they going to believe? My dad's going to see you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, whatever. It's like, so I, do you really think I beat up
0: 25 5th
1: graders? It <laughs> also depends on where the fifth graders are from. So, like, if why you're you like you Farragut your fifth graders, <laughs> like the Farragut fifth graders, like they cry. <laughs> the you can breathe hat. on them in they're. You fall. can like berate these kids, and they're just like absolutely whine. It's but true. if you're, like, 5th graders that have, like, been through something, like, 5th graders it. in, like, Lenore City are stronger than 5th graders.
0: <laughs> they're built different. Loudoun County 5th graders, graders, graders are different. County 5th graders. The like 5th graders I grew up favorite. around,
2: that could be a problem. Yeah. yeah. That's probably, like, i am probably taking five of them. Yeah. Because they're going for your knees. They're, like, they're hitting oh, below man. the belt. They got, like. they got weapons.
0: But here's There's the thing is even. they'll coordinate and they'll sacrifice one or two of them to get oh, you oh, yeah, to the ground. Here's the thing.
1: If you take, like, a 10-year-old... And I, like, I'm imagining, I'm basing off of how strong I was at 10 years old Sure. and how strong I am now. It's like, I guarantee that like one solid knock to like a fifth grader's face to a 10 year old's face, just like totally knocks. They're them out. out. It's like, yeah. I am, I'm 21 years old, a full, like 21 year old average Let's dude go. strength. I feel like I could <laughs> Yawn, lights debilitate out. one with. Just one this punch. podcast has gone to a really weird place yeah. Yeah, so just... i think i could take probably <laughs> at least 20 at a time yeah i'd say so
2: so the question is is how many fifth graders can you guys fight and <sighs> <beat them? laughs>
1: let us know in the comments <laughs> and remember to vote
0: so and please stupid.
2: please don't punch any fifth graders go out to your
0: local polling place and vote and by local polling place we mean our instagram and facebook and whatever options we give you to vote this is true ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to yet another week of 1 900 nerdy talk make sure you tune in next week as the boys talk all of your dirtiest nerdiest needs on 1 900 nerdy talk
2: this is my favorite song you They're can just- ask anybody oh. You know what's funny? You think you can do an impression of somebody, and you until really can't until you hear yourself in the headphones, and you're like, "I'm never doing that." That's impression terrible. Again. That's yeah. Very yeah. All right. Oh man. Where's the stop button?